Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hello, everyone. I'm Sierra. And I'm Ashley. And this is your Weekly Weekly Dose of Wicked. Welcome to your weekly dose of Wicked. Thanks for joining us. Hope you guys are having a fabulous week. This Thanksgiving Wednesday. Oh yeah, do you have a Thanksgiving case for us? <laughs> no. Yeah, give me shit on <laughs> the did. last case. I did give you shit on the Patreon, but um, no, I don't have a Thanksgiving case. But in my defense, uh, this episode wasn't supposed to come out on Thanksgiving week. It was supposed to come out the week before. But I was a slacker, and we had that mess of a case that we had to do that, you know. So whatever. We're a little behind. But I started this case weeks ago. So before I knew it was going to air with the week of Thanksgiving. But anyway, if you celebrate Thanksgiving, we hope you guys have a fabulous turkey day. If you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, we hope you have a fabulous day today. And tomorrow. And tomorrow and every day for the rest of your life. We hope you have nothing but sunshine and rainbows. That is true. We wish you nothing but the best. So what do we got going on? Nothing. Okay, then. Just continues to be hectic. Yeah, that's life though. Whatever, it's fine. Um, we do have some exciting things coming up. Uh, December means the return of Podcast Miss. So we hope we're all excited for that because uh, as of this episode, we are T minus like three weeks to Podcast Miss <gasps> starting. Yeah, scary. it sure is. So anyway, hope you guys are ready for that. Um, and we hope you guys are ready for the holiday season that's quickly approaching, regardless of what holiday you celebrate. Podcastmas. Podcastmas, right? What else we have coming up that's exciting? Um, so we have Podcastmas coming up in about three weeks, which then also means that um, we're like two months out from Podfest. Oh, yeah. So that's kind of exciting. Kind of exciting. Do we have any listeners in the Orlando, Florida area? Maybe we should set up and see if like anyone wants to like, meet us for dinner while we're there. That'd be cool. That'd be fun. Till we get murdered. We're not going to get fucking murdered, actually. You never know. Okay, well, if you plan to murder us, then don't tell us. I don't come. <laughs> I mean, my bad. I thought that would be fun, but I guess Ashley's vetoing that, so. I mean, yeah, I guess it would be fun. That would be fun. You if know anyone, how I am about strangers, though. I mean, I know, but I think it'd be fun to have dinner. But yeah. We'll work out those details. Let us know if you live in the Orlando, Florida area, though. Yeah. Reach out to us. Reach out to us and let us know because we will be there for Podfest in a little bit. <laughs> yeah, in a little bit. So, End of January. End of January. So maybe we can, we're going early this year. So we'll have like extra time to like not tactically sleep on benches in the lobby of the hotel because <laughs> of how exhausted we are. Yeah. Well, we'll I already probably requested still be exhausted. <laughs> as soon as they gave me access, I requested it off. Good. my schedule so anyway anyway guys do all the things head on over to apple Podcasts, leave us a rating and review uh facebook instagram x youtube 
all those things. All those things. Give us likes. Give us follows. Shoot us a message. Love to get those. Got some nice messages this week. We always appreciate hearing those and getting them. So, yeah. Sorry that uh, when I responded, I sounded like an HR <laughs> personnel. Yeah, I feel like people can always tell who's responding to them. <laughs> if you get a message, if you get a message that is like very polite and sounds like it came from HR, it's Ashley. <laughs> if you get a message that's like, hey, girly, like, oh, yeah, so cool. Really love hearing from you. Then that's for me. Most of the time, Ashley replies, but I just gave her a little pep talk about how she should quit responding like she's head of HR. I just don't know how to respond any other way. Okay. Whatever. I'm sorry. So now Ashley said I should take over social media, but I have too much, too many other jobs. So I'll take over social media when you take over as editor. I'm not complaining about your editing. Okay, but I'm, I wasn't complaining about your social media. I was giving you constructive criticism. Moving right along here. Um, I prepared a case for us this fine evening. Okay. What'd you prepare? Uh, it's a case. About video games. You're a nosy. <laughs> it's not about video games. Okay, sorry. It is about video games. Because you're nosy. I'm not nosy. You are. All right, let's jump into this case. As always, disclaimer. As always, though, we um, are not professionals. Any opinions in this podcast are our own. Any errors in facts are our own. Um, we're not professionals. We do this for fun. We do it on the side. We both have full-time jobs and lives, and we do this for you. So if we mess something up, just kindly tell us. You don't have to be rude about it. That's all I ask. Just kindly let us know, and I'll be more than happy to release a statement that we messed up. All right, so let's jump into it. Daniel Petrick was born on August 24th, 1991 to Mark and Susan Petrick. He resided with his family in Wellington, Ohio. He actually lived in Brighton Township. According to the 2020 census, Brighton Township has a population of 855. Oh, that's small. Yeah. Brighton Township was or has a total of 16.51 square miles. So people, no, I don't know why the fuck I just said people. <laughs> so I said, I think that to me, it's similar to when people ask me where I'm from in New York and I say Oswego because it's bigger, more well-known area than Mexico, New York. But for comparison, because Mexico, New York is very small, mm-hmm. Mexico, New York is 50 square miles. It has a population of about 5,000. So, like, this is really tiny. Oh, yeah. Like, this place is super tiny. Because, like, mm-hmm. Mexico, New York's a small area. Right. And I feel like there, everybody knows everybody. Mm-hmm. But, like, this place is literally a third of the size and a fifth of the population. Where'd you find this case at? Small town murder? No. Okay. I actually don't remember where I found it. I found it, like, three weeks ago. I started it. Um, I don't actually remember where I found it. You know, small town murder. They're like, it's a very small town. Thirty-three people. I'm like, what? No, I didn't find it on small town murder. Um, I was researching my other case from mm-hmm. the Patreon, mm-hmm. and then uh, they don't relate at all, so I don't really know how I found it. Honestly, <laughs> okay, because well, they have nothing in matter. common at all. But I found them the same day. Okay. Um, and I researched both of these old-fashioned way. Okay. With articles. Okay. And newspapers and a few interviews, but not much. So anyway. So Brighton Township's a very small area, obviously. Got it. Uh, Daniel, who went by Danny, attended high school in nearby Wellington. I did go ahead and map it, and it's a seven-minute drive from Brighton Township to Wellington. Okay. In case you care. I do. Danny's father, Mark Petrick, was a minister at the New Life Assembly of God in Wellington. Danny's mother, Susan, was a healthcare administrator. All in all, they were a devout Christian family who expected for Danny to make good choices and to lead a godly life. Danny's father said that Danny had a very loving relationship with both of his parents. 
His friends at school described him as funny and fun to be around. Members of their church said that Danny was enthusiastic about the Bible. Danny being a preacher's kid, he liked to test limits, but it was never anything serious. He was defiant, but I mean, honestly, what kid's not? Right? Normal Um, teenage behavior. Yeah. I mean, they just push you as much as you let them push you. So Danny sustained injuries from a skiing accident, which resulted in him contracting a staph infection. This resulted in Danny being stuck home for about a year. Oh, that's well, a long he time. recovered from spinal damage. Like, it was serious. It was oh. a serious staph infection. Uh, during this time, Danny was introduced to Halo by his friend Jonathan Johnson. It wasn't long before Danny actually developed an addiction to video games and would play for seven to eight hours at a time while at Jonathan's house. Danny's father did not approve of Danny playing violent video games. Um, Danny wanted to purchase the game for himself but his father did not approve and told him he could either stop playing halo or he could get out of his house it's a little drastic to me that's a little dramatic at this time he was 16 yeah so i don't know that i necessarily agree with that uh method of parenting and i don't think that was like right away i don't think he like immediately was like if you play halo get out of my house i think this is after like months of back and forth of him like telling him i don't want you playing violent video games danny being defiant and doing it anyway And then him, like, trying to bring him into the home. I mean, obviously, they already had an Xbox because nowhere did I find that he had to buy an Xbox. It was just that he wanted the video game. Right. So, like, his parents allowed video games. They just didn't allow these violent ones. Right. So, I don't think he just immediately was like, if you buy Halo, like, you can either play Halo or you can get out of my house. Either way. A little dramatic. So, or you can either not buy Halo or get out of my house. You know what I meant. Yeah. But, yeah, I just felt like that was, I was like, I mean, that's a little drastic. And, like, if you threaten that, you've got to follow through with that, dude. Right. So, um, yeah, but I said here, it costs zero cents for me to mind my own business. So if that's how Danny's that's parents true. wanted to handle the situation, then that's their prerogative. Right there, kid, not mine. I personally um, did not allow my kids to play video games. Like, really at all. Until last Christmas mm-hmm. when I got them a Switch. Right. Uh, and it was really never an issue. Like, they never want. They didn't know what video games were. I mean, really. Right. I mean, like, they saw people play video games. Like, your husband plays video games. Our brothers play video games. But it was never something that they, like, yearned for. And um, I ended up getting the Switch last Christmas. But with that, I felt like the Switch, I feel like it's more of a kid-friendly yeah. gaming system. Because most of the games, I feel like, are not violent. They're, like, family, you know, family games. So the only games that I really let them play are Mario. Right. And they have, like, Mario Kart, Mario Party. They do have Super Smash Brothers. But I have to limit that. Because, you know, sometimes the boy gets a little uh, rambunctious rambunctious, and he, like, tries to body slam people (laughs) after playing. So they don't really get to play that one as often. Uh, They have, like, a vet game where they can, like, take care of sick pets. So I can see – that being said, though, I can see, like, why parents want to limit violent video games um, in their homes because I'm the same way. Like, I don't necessarily have a problem with video games. I don't really have a problem with screen time. Right. Honestly. And I know that's very controversial. But, like, I really don't have an issue with screen time. Um. Everyone says I give my kids too much screen time. But again, it costs zero cents to mind your own damn business. So, you know. Uh, right. Your kids, not ours. Right. So, I mean, it is what it is. But I can see, though, like, from a parent standpoint of, like, why they would want to limit their son playing violent video games. And that's that's their decision. Right. But the thing is, is that teenagers are teenagers. And if they want to do something, they're going to find a way to do it. That's true. So it doesn't surprise me in the least bit that Danny actually found a way to buy Halo 3 and sneak it into his house. 
So I like read a thing that he like actually snuck out of the house to go buy it. Like he snuck out of the house to go buy Halo 3 and then like snuck back into the house. Oh, okay. So, okay, whatever. Uh, I used to play Halo. Yeah. Did you play a lot of Halo? Um, I wasn't good at it. I, had I don't feel really like you hard... played as much as I did. No, because I was bad at it. Yeah. I wasn't very good at it either, but I think I was a little older than you. Like that time frame... I mean, I don't even think it was Halo 3. It was just like the original Halo. I just Maybe can't Halo 2. get the concept of walking and, and looking around looking around and shooting all at the same time. Like, that's too much for my hands. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't very good at it either, but I did use play it a lot. Um, like, I did play it a lot. I liked Halo. I still like Halo. I think Halo is a fun video game. But it is rated M for mature. Yeah. I think as far as, like, violent games go, though, I never really thought it was an issue because I think Halo is very much fictional. Yeah. Like, the whole point of Halo is it's, like, alien invasion and, like, you're in a spacecraft. And it's just not anything that's, to me, very realistic. Right. So, I have a bigger issue with, like, realistic video games, I guess. Does that make sense? I mean, I guess. Either way, you're still shooting people, though. Yeah, but you're not shooting people in Halo. You're shooting aliens. Like, they're very e- obviously a bad guy. Like, I mean, it's a no, monster. Because you're shooting other people. Like, if we played each other. Yes, 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 We're yes. both humans. Yes, that is true. But that's not what Danny was doing. He was playing, like, the career or whatever. Oh, okay. But yes, I mean, I guess you're right. When you're playing against people, yes, you're shooting each other. Um Anyway, though, I just never, I mean, obviously I know, I knew it was a violent video game, but I just also realized that it was fictional. Right. So, I, to me, I think I, per, like, when I was a kid, I had a bigger issue, and mom and dad, too, with the language in it. Right. Like, remember, they used to make me play it on silent. Yes. Because the, it was bad language, and, like, the little aliens swore. Right. And their little alien voices, they were like, eh, motherfucker! Like, you remember? Yeah, yes, I remember. <laughs> it was funny. It was funny, but mom and dad had an issue with the language. Right. So, I don't know. And I was very into Halo. Like, yeah, we used to have the Halo playing parties back before Xbox Live was a thing. And we would, like, link multiple Xboxes together in, like, different rooms so that we could play more than four players. And we'd be on, like, teams. And right, uh, it was a lot of fun. Now, all that being said, I don't think I would let my kids play Halo. <laughs> like, now that I'm an adult. At their age now. But I was older than them. Right. When I was playing it. I'm trying to think of a time frame. I mean, I was probably 12, 13. I mean, probably when, like, we first got it. But we used to, like, have the, like, I very vividly remember um, hitting Tyler with a controller uh-huh. when we lived in Lincolnton. Mm-hmm. So I was at least fifth grade. Right. And I was in high school in Lincolnton. Right. But we played it before that. I really didn't, though. Okay, well, I played it before that. But yes. So at that point, I was in high school. Whatever. Anyway, my kids, obviously, right now, they're too little to play Halo. But I'm not saying I would never let them, though. That's the thing. Um, on our Switch, I have, like, Grand Theft Auto. Yeah. I also have that parentally locked, though, so that my kids can't play it. Because even that, I feel like, is a more realistic violent game. Right. Because, like, that, you're, like, walking up to people, bashing them over the head, stealing their car. It's, like, people, you're just, like, shooting people on the street, running them over with your car, running from the cops. Yeah. Video games just don't really interest me. I mean, I like video games. I'm not going to lie. No. I'm a fan of video games, but. I mean, I play Grand Theft Auto after the kids go to bed sometimes. I'm not going to lie. I have multiple. I've never played Grand Theft Auto in my life. I have multiple. I really enjoy it. Do I have to walk around and look at the same time? Yes. Then not for me. You got to like graffiti. You got to like tag buildings for your gang. Oh, no. And you got to like steal people's cars. And I have to like, like walk missions. five steps, pause, look around. <laughs> and like yeah. walk five more steps, pause, look around. I no. can't do both at the same time. All right. So anyway, back to Danny. 
Somehow he manages to buy this copy of Halo 3. He sneaks it into the house. So Danny's mother actually caught him with it. And I don't even think he got to play it. From what I'm understanding, like she caught him like sneaking back in with it. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So Danny had been told that if he brought the violent video games into their house, his father was going to throw it away. Okay. So when Susan took the video game from Danny and gave it to Mark, Mark locked it in the gun safe and didn't throw it away. And this made Danny angry. It was speculated that Danny thought his parents were going to play his video game since they didn't throw it away. And that made him even madder. He would have just preferred they had thrown it out. (laughs) I mean, I could see that. All right. And now at this time, we're going to take a quick little ad break. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right, and we're back. So, um, as I was saying, Danny's parents took the game from him instead of throwing it away, which they said they would do. They locked it in the safe, which made Danny matter. Uh, This resulted in Danny being resentful and angry at his parents for the following week. On October 20th, 2007, about one week after having the video game taken, Danny found the key to the safe. By found the key to the safe, I think he actively went looking for the key to the safe. He stole the key to the safe where his video game was locked up. He then snuck in to his parents' room and he took back his game. But he also took his father's gun. Okay. His parents were sitting in the living room watching TV when Danny entered and asked his parents to close their eyes because he had a surprise for them. Mark and Susan had no problem doing this as they never anticipated what would happen next. Danny shot both of his parents. That's a shock. Is it? I mean, when you said he had a surprise for them after he stole the gun. Okay, but they didn't know he stole the gun. I know, but I was going to steal your thunder, but I... Thank you. I appreciate that. Back. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, he shot his father once in the head Ooh. and then turned the gun on his mother, where he shot her three times. Once in the head, another in the arm, and the last shot to the chest. Susan died instantly. Danny then placed the gun in his father's hand in an attempt to stage this as a murder-suicide, and he said, Here, Dad, here's your gun. So I was thinking, like, maybe he shot his mom more because he was, like, more mad because she's the one that took the video game. Nope. He was trying to stage this as his father killed the mother and then killed himself. That makes sense. The father, I don't really know exactly which way. The bullet, I don't know if he shot him from above or under, but if he's trying to do a murder-suicide, it would make more sense he did it under. But the bullet was, like, under the left side of his jaw. It broke his jaw, and it exited, like, the top of his head. Mm. So it went, like, yeah. On an angle. So it would make more sense if he would have done it under, but I don't know if he was smart enough to do that or not. I didn't actually look that far into like where the bullet was. Uh, I just know that it broke his jaw and it right. was under the left side of his jaw. And if you... Was he left-handed? Why would he be left-handed? The dad. Was the dad left-handed? Oh, I don't know. And it might not actually be the left side of his jaw. I was watching it on TV, so it might be his right side. Okay. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it said left, though. I think it did say left. But when you're watching on TV, it was right here. So it would have been mirrored, right? Or no? I mean... Maybe it was the left side of his head on the top and it went through the right. Yeah. I don't know. It did say that he was shot on the left side. Well, but when like, I watched it... Right. You have to hold the gun. Right. But when awkwardly. I watched it, it was here. Like, on this side of his face. And I don't think that would be mirrored. I don't know. It said left side of his head, though. Okay. So maybe he shot him from the top and it went down through the right. Okay. Um. Anyway. So Danny places the gun in his father's hand. He says, here, Dad, here's your gun. 
Uh, moments later, Danny's sister Heidi and her husband Andrew arrived. They had plans to watch a baseball game with Mark and Susan. Heidi and Andrew arrived two hours earlier than they had planned. Oh. Danny told Heidi and Andrew that they could not come in because mom and dad were fighting. Which to me, red flag. Um, red flag, but like also like we're siblings. If I came up and you're like, yo, you got to go mom and dad are fighting. I'd be like, no, let me come. What are they fighting about? <laughs> like, I wouldn't. I, that's weird to me that he thought that was going to deter her. Right. I feel like literally anybody, like any of us four siblings, like just like walked up and you and one of us was like, hey, mom and dad are fighting. Go away. I mean, definitely me and Sterling would be like, what's going on? Let me see. Adam might go away. But like, yeah, I think the Adam three doesn't of us, like the fighting. Right. Adam's not one for. I, I like to be nosy. Right. So like, I would want to know what's going on. Yeah. Same. So to me, that was silly for him. I, I don't know why he thought that was going to make her go away. Um. Anyway, though, Heidi heard groaning. So she forced her way into the house. Upon coming into the house, she found her parents bleeding on the floor. With gunshot wounds. So Heidi immediately called 911. Yeah. Heidi immediately called 911 and Danny fled the scene in the family van. Danny was apprehended driving to a friend's house. Don't worry, though. Danny took his Halo 3 game with him. It was in the passenger seat of the van. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Danny was arrested and while being cuffed, he was yelling, my dad shot my mom in an attempt to keep up his murder-suicide plan. Okay, but he ruined that. Yeah. 100%. Because when Heidi came to the door, first of all, I feel like we always give, like, tips how to murder. Um, First of all, when Heidi came to the door, he should have. Oh, my God. Mom, you know, like, dad shot mom. Oh, my God, Heidi, like, come out. But no, like, instead he's like, oh, mom, dad are fighting. You got to go. Right. Like, he completely screwed that up. Um, Also, he did not ensure that Mark was dead. And Mark survived the shooting. Oh. So, that was my next line. Yeah, that was my next line. He maybe could have gotten away with it had he executed that plan better. Right. Uh, so Mark's... But he ahead. couldn't have shot, shot him more than once. Right. Because right. you can't shoot yourself more than once. No, but like... Oh, he could have shot better. Right. I just think he could have... Yeah. Clearly, I, he I mean, thankfully he didn't work. because Mark survived. And like, that's a good thing. Oh, yes. Um, But that's obviously going to put a flaw in his plan of murder-suicide since... There was no but suicide. he was also 16, so, you know, right. frontal lobe. Yeah, yeah. Not developed. Yeah. Not the smartest. So, Mark survived the shooting. Uh, he was put into a medically induced coma for, depending on the source, it said two to three weeks. I heard Mark say two weeks, though, in an interview, so I'm going to go with two weeks. Okay. Sounds good to I me. think he would know. But then also, he said he was really disoriented. He doesn't remember much from before. He really doesn't remember much from after either, so it could have been three weeks. Either way, though, a couple of weeks, he was put into a uh, medically induced coma. Uh, therefore, he missed Susan's funeral. And he actually didn't know that she had passed until he woke up. And they actually had to tell him a couple weeks later. So that was hard for him, obviously. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, Danny was charged with aggravated murder and attempted aggravated murder at just 17 years old. Danny went to trial on December 15th of 2007. Uh, The trial lasted until December 17th. And it was juryless. The judge on the case was Judge James Burke. Uh, Danny's defense attorney would argue. So I wonder about that. Do you think it was juryless because he was a minor? I have like no why idea. would he have been juryless? Because I don't understand why he wouldn't. I guess because he couldn't have had a jury of his own peers because he was a child. I wonder if like minor cases are regularly juryless. I don't know. We haven't actually done. Have we done any minors? 
I don't know. I don't think we have. Hmm. We should look into that. I just wonder if uh, maybe that's why. Like right. if minor cases are typically juryless. Are you looking into that? Yeah. Generally, a juvenile does not have a right to a jury trial as they go to juvenile court. This is because the U.S. Supreme Court has found that using a jury would undermine the confidentiality of juvenile court proceedings. All right, then. All right. So, yeah, no jury. Hmm. I guess that is the norm. Um, all right. So, anyway, the judge on the case was Judge James Burke. Danny's defense attorney would argue insanity due to the stress on his body from the staph infection he went through. He said that because of the emotional toll, he was more susceptible to the influence of the violent video games. And because of the long recovery, Danny spent an obscene amount of time playing these violent games, which altered his thinking. Frontal lobe wasn't developed. A week or two before the shooting, Daniel had played Halo 3 for 18 hours straight. Oh my gosh. So I would agree that he was playing for insane lengths of time. Yes. So that was like their key argument. Uh, the defense went on to argue that Danny was at such a young developmental age that playing the violent games for so long caused a disconnect for Danny where he no longer knew the difference between reality and fiction. And that because of this, he did not understand the severity of death and instead just thought his parents would simply respawn like they do in Halo. To me, that's a bit of a stretch. Yeah. Um, I think at 16 to 17 years old, you know that people don't respawn. Right. I could see that argument for a small child. Like I right. could see if this was a case of a seven-year-old. Right. But to me, that's reaching. Right. Yeah. Um, I was behind some of that. Like, I could see why. I mean, you got to think. Like, he was injured in a snowboarding accident. So he went from having a very active life. I think he had played soccer. Like, he was very active. To then being house-ridden for a year. Right. So that would 100% be a huge mental and emotional toll on him. Right. Big change. So I could see that, um, like, being in emotional distress. I could see that. I don't have her think that he would just think his parents were going to respawn. No. Like, that's silly to me. Uh, The only time that Danny showed any remorse for what he had done was when his mother's autopsy photos were shown. The prosecution argued that Danny had no remorse for what he had done and was fully aware of the ramifications of his actions. Uh, And they said that he showed that when he repeatedly blamed his father for killing his mother and then fled the scene. Uh, the fact that he had stolen the safe key was cause for premeditation. Mm, I mean, he stole the safe key to get the video game. Then. And then he stole the gun. So it's premeditation. He didn't steal the gun. I mean, there's no other reason for him to steal the gun other than to kill his parents. Right. Or so. to take something from them like they took from him. Yeah, I just don't. I don't know. I think he 100% premeditated that. Like, his plan was to go out there and shoot his parents. Yeah. But, again, that goes to our argument we've had numerous times of what is premeditation. Right, did he, I mean he stole the gun and mm-hmm. then immediately and then immediately went, out went there. shot him? But like, there's times where we have premeditation in cases, and it's literally like a five minute premeditation. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's like no set time for premeditation. Yeah, I don't know that that's premeditation, in my opinion. He, to me, he took the gun with the intent to go kill his parents. He immediately okay, he took the gun immediately went the into the living room. Time. It doesn't matter. Premeditation. We've seen cases where it's been literally well, minutes. I know, but to me, it's premeditation. Okay. We can agree to disagree, but I think he took that gun with the intention of killing his parents. He went out there and said, hey, guys, close your eyes. I have a surprise for you. Like, he knew what he was doing. I mean, I think he took the gun to kill his parents, too, but it wasn't, like, planned. Uh, I think it was. I think he took that safe key to get the gun. But again, these were our opinions. So, I mean, I do. I think that he 100% took that safe key to go get that gun. So yeah, he won his video mind, game. He took the safe key to get the video game. Well, he got the video game. The gun was in there. He took the gun. He shot his parents. 
yeah, to me, he took the safe key to get the video game and he took the gun because he wasn't playing that video game without killing his parents. They were yeah. not going to allow him to play that game in their house. If they caught him playing that game. He was in trouble. Yeah. Right. So I think he took that gun to kill his parents and that he went in there knowing the gun was in that safe with his video game. He knew it was the gun safe. Yeah. Mark and Heidi both testified for the prosecution. Uh, Mark believes that his son is remorseful and he actually asked the judge for leniency. That's really sweet. Um, to me, that just goes to show a parent's love is unconditional. Mm-hmm. Here's a man who was shot in the head at the hands of his own son, lost his wife at the hands of his own son, and he's still fighting for his son. Yeah. Uh, the judge did not agree that Danny deserved leniency and sentenced Danny to life in prison with the possibility of parole after 23 years, hmm. which would make him 40 when he gets out. Right. Uh, the judge asked Danny if he had anything to say, and Danny shook his head, holding back tears. Daniel Petrick filed for an appeal in October of 2015 at 24 years old. He filed his appeal on the basis of inadequate legal representation. He claimed his attorneys led him in certain directions during his trial that he would not have followed had he been older and more capable of making adult decisions. Uh, there were also some changes in the law since his initial trial. Uh, ultimately, though, the appeal was denied. Danny is now 32 years old. He's serving his sentence at Grafton Correctional Institute in Grafton, Ohio. He will be eligible for parole in 2030. So he's got about seven years left. Right. And then if he gets out, then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but seven years, so he's eligible for parole, which, I mean, I think there's a good possibility he could get paroled. Yeah. This case has been featured in multiple articles and papers about video game violence and addiction. Uh, Microsoft, which is who published Halo 3. Mm -hmm. Uh, did release a statement following Danny's sentencing. They said, we are aware of the situation and it is a tragic case. That's all they said. Uh, There's an interview with Danny that he did when he was 21. It was for Katie Couric uh, in the interview. So Katie Couric didn't do the actual interview, but it was for like the show Katie with Katie Couric. Oh, okay. Uh, So in the interview, Danny talked about how he grew up in a home where they did a lot of hunting and a lot of target practice. He said that there were always guns in the house. When asked if he knew what he was doing, he said at the time he was a teenager. And he said, like now, obviously, I mean, he was only 21, so he was still very young when he did this interview. But he said, there's a difference between knowing something and understanding something. So while he knew what he was doing, he didn't understand the finality of what he was doing. He said, like, he knew he was taking a human life, but he didn't understand the, I guess, just the burden of that. Right. He said that he played a lot of Halo, and at the end of the levels, everyone just respond, which, again, I just think is a cop-out. I don't think that he, for one second, thought his mother was going to respond. Yeah, that's a little crazy to me. I mean, I don't... He's a little old for that. I agree. Uh, so, when asked if he blamed the video game, he said no. He also said in the interview that he would not blame his father for hating him. Mark was also interviewed. It was just a little clip, and I went back and I found, like, another clip, but um, in the clip following his son's interview... Mark was very emotional and he said that hearing his son, like his son's recount of what had happened was just heart wrenching. Um, He said that while he was still in the hospital, he did tell family and friends that he hated Danny, that people would like ask him how Danny's doing. And he would tell him, I hate that kid. Don't even talk to me about him. But from what I can tell, it seems like since then he's forgiven him. Um, And then also from what I can tell, it seems like Mark does blame the video games for what happened. Yeah. So, I don't know. So I was researching this case. It didn't really come up a lot, but then I watched that interview. Um, I, 
this is just going to come out as judgmental, but it doesn't make sense to me of why they had such an issue with him playing violent video games. And yet they went hunting and had target practice and like had guns regularly because from the way that I was reading it, like when I was researching it, it seemed like they just were a very nonviolent home. Right. And didn't believe in guns, but I mean, they had a gun, so obviously they did. But I mean, like Danny said, when he said he grew up in a home where they hunted and had target practice all the time. So he was obviously like familiar with guns. Right. To me, that's just kind of counterintuitive. I mean, when you're hunting, it's not violent. Like, you're hunting for a purpose of eating meat. Yeah, I mean, I guess it depends on but are you, who you're talking to. Yeah. I mean, but if they are a non-violent family, mm-hmm. I would assume that they're hunting for I don't have an issue with deer. hunting. I mean, I'm not saying that I have an issue with hunting. I just thought it was interesting that he said... Like, he grew up in a home where they hunted and had target practice, so there were guns readily available to them. But then his parents were like, oh, no, you can't play these shooting games. And from my understanding, it was, like, any shooting game at all. Right. Because of the violence. But, I mean, I understand what you're saying. Like, hunting is for the purpose of eating meat. But hunting is violent. I don't agree that hunting is not violent. I don't think it is. I think if you're hunting for sport, it is. But I think if you're I feel like there's for- some hunting... I feel like regardless if you're hunting for meat or if you're hunting for the fun of hunting, there's some sport to it. It doesn't matter if you're going to eat the meat or not because you don't have to hunt. Like we don't live in a time where you have to go out and hunt for your meals. I mean, no, you don't have to. I feel like it's 100% sport regardless of if you're doing it and you're eating the meat or if you're doing it to put a big bucket on your wall. Like either way, there's some sport to it. Mm. It's still a violent act. I mean, honestly, the eating of meat is violent regardless of how you get your meat. I mean, it is like it is. I mean, don't agree. I want. How was eating meat violent? The killing of the meat. I mean, us eating the meat isn't violent, but like the slaughtering of the animals to provide us with the meat is violent. I don't care. Well, I mean, but we have to do that. That's what they're for. I'm not saying I don't agree with that, but I'm just saying I do think that hunting is violent, regardless of if you're doing it to eat the meat or if you're doing it for fun. It's violent. Like, you're still going out in the woods with the intent of taking something, you know, not somebody, but something's life. It's still violent. And there's still an adrenaline rush of shooting something. Like, yeah. I know. I've never done that. I mean, neither have I. But I just think that that's a common thing with hunting. Like, you get an adrenaline rush. Like, it's exciting. See, I don't think it would be exciting. I think it would be sad. Exactly, because it's violent. I don't think it's violent, though. Not my definition of violent. Like, violent would be like if you were going to go, like, beat the deer up. Yeah. I mean, no, because a gun is violent. I don't don't agree. I mean, the definition of violent is using or involving physical force intended to hurt, damage, or kill someone or something. So. I understand what the definition of violent is. In my definition, I don't think hunting is violent. I'm Mm. saying different kind. Not the same thing. Whether you want to say hunting is violent or not, it's not the same type of violence. I agree that it's not the same type of violence. I just found that interesting that, I I mean, I agree it's not the same type of violence. I just found that interesting because nowhere in my research at any point did it talk about that. Like in any way, shape, or form until that interview. Right. Probably because they didn't want to paint that in there. Right. Well, that's just what I thought was interesting is that they did not advertise that ever at any point. It changes things to fit their narrative. Right. 
So, like, they just wanted to 100% blame this on video games, which I think is a cop-out. I mean, I don't know. There's a lot of statistics, though, that show that video games can have an adverse reaction or, like, an adverse effect on people's brains. So, I mean, not saying that I don't believe that, but I just feel like the entire purpose of this was to blame the video games. They put an age warning on video games for a reason. No, I mean, I agree. I agree. What is mature, though? What age is that for? I don't know. 18, right? I have no idea. I have never looked into it. Uh, no, under the age of 15. Hmm. It says films and computer games classified and mature contain content of a moderate impact M rating films and computer games are not recommended for children under the age of 15. Huh. So, well, I mean, I R would be 18. Following his guidance. Well, that's what I'm saying, though. So, well, I didn't know video games were rated R. I just thought, like, an M I don't know that video games are rated R either, but. I thought those were equivalent, but what do I know? Nothing. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, this is what makes a video game rated R, so, yeah. Interesting. I don't know. I just felt like the entire time they were trying to play me on the video games. Oh, yeah. And then I found this interview where he was like, oh, yeah, well, I grew up in a home where we hunted and we had target practice and I was familiar with guns. So I just feel like at that point, you can't 100% blame it on the video games. I'm not saying anyone is to blame. Right. But there's a big difference between using a gun in a video game and knowing how to use a gun in real life. Right. Like, I am 31 years old and my seven-year-old has a bb gun that i don't even know how to use like the other day he so you know i mean we practice good gun safety with his bb gun that ashley and tyler got him for christmas (laughs) and he very much likes to go outside and like use it. it i know he did but we have to practice very good gun safety with that because even though it's a bb gun it's still dangerous right could you try out kid so he keeps it you know put away he has to have the safety on so the other day he wanted to shoot a pumpkin, like we had the pumpkins from, you know, Halloween, whatever. So he asked if he could practice shooting at the pumpkin. So I was like, yeah, that's totally fine. But in order for him to do that, like we have to practice good gun, gun safety. So if he wants to do that, then I'm outside with him. And, you know, um, most of the time the girls are either inside or like with me and we sit on the patio and then he has to go out in the yard so many feet away from us. He has to shoot towards the wood line. Like he's not allowed to shoot towards the house. You know, it's all these rules, whatever. So anyway, he... Came up and he's like, hey, mom, mom, you want to shoot my gun? And I was like, oh, yeah, for sure, bud. So I went to go shoot it and it wouldn't shoot. And I was like, oh, and he was like, I was like trying to figure out. And he's like, oh, you got to turn the safety off. Like, that's what I'm saying is like as a 31-year-old adult, like I didn't even think to check for the safety because I don't regularly use a gun. Right. So I'm just saying, had he not had gun experience, like I don't know that he would have been able to go get the gun out of the safe, come in, shoot his parents. Like, was the gun loaded? Was the safety on? Like, these are all aspects of this that i don't feel like i was able to find the information on and all of right. that plays a part i don't feel like we can 100 percent blame the halo oh i, I that's why i was going on that tangent if. like that's why i was bringing up the guns in the house because i was just saying i'm not blaming his parents by any means because i don't have an issue with people having guns in their home i know that's a whole big thing and you can agree to disagree guns don't shoot people people shoot people so if somebody wants to have a gun in their home that's their prerogative it costs zero sense for me to mind my own business um But that being said, obviously, you have to be a good gun owner and you have to properly store your guns. Um, I mean, it was in a gun safe. Okay, cool. But like, was it loaded in the gun safe with no safety on? Right. Because even that would be poor gun ownership, in my opinion. Right. Like, I don't think your gun should ever be just sitting there loaded with no safety on. Right. But if he had experience with guns, or if he didn't have experience with guns, I guess, like, I personally would not be able to go and get dad's gun and shoot someone. No, probably not. I don't know how to use it because I've never shot a handgun. 
Right. I wouldn't know how to turn the safety off. Like, I didn't know how to turn the safety off. I, I did know how. Like, once he was like, oh, the safety's on. I was like, oh, yeah. Ha ha. But, like, that wasn't, I'm not familiar enough with even a BB gun. Right. Yeah, same. So that's just where I was going with that, is it was just interesting that nowhere in any of my research did it mention anything about them hunting and having guns. But I just feel like that plays a big role in it as well. Yeah. Because I just Being feel like if he guns. was un- if he was unfamiliar with the guns, there's a big difference between a video game gun and a real gun. And it wasn't strictly because of video games that he knew how to load that gun and shoot it. Or, like I said, maybe it just was already loaded. Right, I have no idea how to load a gun. Right. Me neither. I can maybe figure out how to turn a safety off yeah that's what i'm saying like i would not load it no if our lives were in my hand and it was based off of me loading and shooting loading a gun and shooting someone we would be dead yeah i don't know how to do that Mm -mm. so that's just all i was saying about that i wasn't trying to blame anyone i was just saying that it left that out and i felt like that was an important piece of information yeah i could say that because there's a big difference between a trigger on an xbox controller and loading a gun and shooting someone Mm-hmm. Uh, Halo doesn't teach you how to load a gun. So that's where I was going with that. Right. I mean, I definitely think the people can shoot people without ever using a gun before. If too. it's loaded with no safety on. Well, I think probably either way they can figure it out. They're given enough time. Well, I guess, yes, yeah, so if they're given enough time. But this wasn't a time. I mean, this wasn't. Right. It was quick. This was a situation where he went and got the gun and shot his parents. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess I could probably watch a YouTube video. Right. But again, if it's a life or death situation, <laughs> yeah. I don't have time to pull up YouTube. I can't freeze time to pull up YouTube. Right. Well, even like not watching YouTube, like fidgeting around with it. Yeah. I'd probably shoot myself on accident. But. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yes. I mean, you could probably figure it out. But I was just saying in this situation, it was just interesting that nobody brought that up. Right. Well, I didn't read anywhere about that. Were... I mean, I read that they had a gun in the house, but like based off of Danny's recounting of the past he said they used guns all the time they hunted all the time they had target practice all the time so clearly that was something he was familiar with right well they were wanting to blame the halo yes they did want to blame the halo and i'm not saying that they i mean i don't think halo is to blame i do think that i mean sitting and playing it for 18 hours is excessive yeah especially when that frontal lobe is not fully developed i'm not saying that that like causes you to kill people but that just can't be good for your brain no it can't be. Sitting and watching TV for 18 hours right. can't be good for your brain cells. Right. Regardless. Sitting at a screen for 18 hours yeah. is not good for your brain cells. No. Go outside, get some vitamin D. Mm-hmm. He couldn't, though, because he had that snowboarding accident. Oh, yeah, that's right. So, like, he really was, I mean, house-ridden. Yeah. I forgot about that. And even then, like, I mean, he went to his friend's houses and stuff, but even so, like, he really had to take it easy. Right. And that was what the defense's main argument was, is that you know, he couldn't, um, like, go out and do anything. And that was really hard and emotionally. And I'm sure it was. Oh, yeah. And I'm sure it was to go from, like, an active kid to being house-ridden. I mean, I can understand that because even I wasn't that bad. But when I had my bad, like, when I had my Crohn's flare-ups and stuff in high school, like, that was hard for me. Right. Because I went from, I mean, I wasn't active, but... I went from, like, going to school every day, like, hanging out with my friends, like, seeing my friends, and then, like, I had surgery, and I was in the hospital for a week, and then I was at home for, you know. And you were in a wheelchair. Right. I, like, yeah, they wanted me to, like, use a wheelchair at school and, like, get pushed around. Like, that was really hard for me. Right. Like, mentally. That was right. an adjustment. So, I can't imagine being completely home-ridden. Yeah. For a year. I mean, it was a year. Yeah, that's, that's a, a long, long time. time. So, 
I mean, I was going stir crazy last time I was in the hospital. I was only there for like three days. <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, now it's been a couple months. I'm ready to go back, but. <laughs> ready for another vacation. Ready for another little couple day vacation. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I thought that was a crazy case. Yeah, it was very interesting. All right, guys. Well, we hope you enjoyed that. And uh, we'll catch you next week. Enjoy your turkey day or just your regular week. Bye. Bye. Hey, everyone. If you like what you heard and you want to support a small podcast, please give us money at www.patreon.com forward slash weekly dose of wicked. We can join one of our four amazing tiers starting at just a measly $3 a month. That's literally 10 cents a day. You can join the Slightly Wicked. After that, we've got the Moderately Wicked for just $5 a month, followed by the Awesomely Wicked for $7 a month. And for those high rollers, big ballers, we have the Extraordinarily Wicked. So head on over, check it out. If you like what you see, join it up. If subscriptions aren't your jam, head on over to www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash W-D-O-W where you can give us a one-time donation to buy us a coffee or, you know, like podcasting equipment, which would probably be a better use of our money. Feel free to give us a follow on Instagram at weekly underscore dose underscore of underscore wicked or you can just search weekly dose of wicked and we'll pop up because we're the only ones. Or you can give us a like on Facebook at facebook.com slash weekly dose of wicked. Or, you know what, you could just do both, because that would be better for us. For a direct feed of our podcast, please go to www.weeklydoseofwicked.buzzsprout.com. Great news, guys. We've made it big time, and you can now listen to us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Yep, yep. Even Pandora. They finally let us in. Make sure to come back next Wednesday for your Weekly, weekly Dose of Wicked. wicked. ba dum podcast listener do you love talking about movies music tv comics and games then you should be listening to the great pop culture debate back in bigger than ever for season nine this season the panelists discuss the best james bond film the best elton john single the best nickelodeon original series the best batman villain and so much more find the show wherever you listen to podcasts or head to greatpopculturedebate.com more than 100 topics are already available subscribe today